Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. Denton Day in the night, Nick Ashew. You know, it, you're not working out in the offseason if you don't post it on Instagram. You, you know that's the, the rule vi- now, right? Gotta have the video. Did you see Russell Wilson's video with his logo plastered literally everywhere? Yes. He had a logo on the football. He had it on the ground. He had it on the equipment. If you, I mean, get your flex on, Russ. Cook it up, King. Uh, you know what? Listen, I don't blame any of these guys for trying to maximize their income, but the logo thing, everybody's got a damn logo. Everybody. And you know how many times I've seen Russell Wilson's logo on a shirt from a stranger? I didn't. Re- I wouldn't even be able to tell you what it looks like. Zero. What does it look like? Zero times. I'm going to do a Francesa here real quick and it's just an, Google on here. It's a nice here. combination of an R and a three, but Ro- it's very sleek. Russell Wilson logo. A lot of pointy edges. Oh yeah. It's it looks. It. I mean, three it brand. Encom- that's what it is, right? It encompasses Russ. Sure. It like looks it's dumb. It looks two years out of date, kind of corny. Like that's pretty it's, much. It's a Russell like somebody Wilson just did. Like, remember Zorro? Oh yeah. Just it's like it, just, it's that. It's if you're that. watching the kid, like this is it. Can you even see it on the it's camera? That. Yeah, there it's you go, that. Folks, is. I mean, it, it's okay. It's so, not great. Sure. But Lamar Jackson was getting plenty of workouts in with Odell Beckham Jr., his new receiver. I cannot tell you how excited I am to actually see Lamar Jackson paid under contract, healthy, and hopefully playing a full season finally. Because I'm still convinced that last year, when he was hurt late in the season and it started getting awkward in those press conferences, when John Harbaugh's coming out there like, well, you know, I'm worried about the guys that are out here, and he got less and less comfortable answering the question about where Lamar Jackson was to where it's never been confirmed, but I think we know he wasn't 100%, but he probably could have played he if he had more there. of the security. And I don't blame him for that, but right. now there's no excuses and there's no other situation like that. He got his money. But on top of that, Nick, you listed all these things. Add at the very bottom, not even in fine print, big capital letters, with quality wide receivers. Yes. With someone that is an actual number one somewhere else in the NFL and not a number three. Like, the the fact that he is going to have someone to throw the ball to that has a real route tree that can catch the ball that's not going to fumble, and not just one, but two, and then potentially three whenever DeAndre Hopkins seems to make his decision. Now, he stopped doing the Instagram tour, thank God, because that got so annoying, but I can't wait to see Lamar's explosiveness because it is very much put up or shut up. Because we've seen the flashes, right? And everybody that talks about, oh, Lamar Jackson's not a consistent thrower. Well, we have seen it at times, but he does need to put it together for an entire season. I mean, he's broken the franchise record for the most passing yards in a game, but then he's also gone out there and been wildly inconsistent. Like, you right. do see those inconsistencies there. Now, I'm not, I'm less concerned about... You can get better as a quarterback with your, your arm. You like, can. Josh Allen was insanely inaccurate when he first got to the NFL. And we saw that change. We yep. saw Jalen Hurts improve the way that he did. And the one thing I'll say about Lamar Jackson... Look, I hate the way the whole situation was handled. And let's stop acting like he got his money. He got his money because they took a carbon copy of the Jalen Hurts contract and they gave it to him. Right. That's where it was. So the job was really easy. Didn't need an agent at that point. Now... Granted, do other players maybe say that's going to be the case? We'll see. But the bigger thing here for me with Lamar Jackson is now looking at him and saying, all right, you've got all the pieces there. Are you going to take that next step? And And what can that be? Right. Because now he needs to. He needs to. And there are guys that are coming up behind him that will. And if you're in the arms race, like, you're going to catch Mahomes, right? And in front of that, in that chase is Josh Allen. In front of Josh Allen is Joe Burrow. 
But there's also guys like Trevor Lawrence that are coming up here, and Trevor Lawrence has gotten that step. I mean, he had one of the greatest comebacks that we've ever seen in NFL history. He was the architect of that. You have these young guys that are getting better in the league, and the worst thing you can be is the guy that won an MVP, had all of this potential to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and then be the guy that we look at as, oh, he had the potential. Like, it's gone. It's just not there. He's been surpassed. So this is the year for Lamar Jackson. They're in a tough division this year, though, Nick. Yeah, they are. I think that division is going to get realistically, I think they get three teams in. And I don't think Cleveland is one of the teams. And that's, I'm high on Pittsburgh. And you know what? A lot of people are. You're not You're not crazy. They're 5-1 to one to win the division. The Steelers are. Cincinnati's the favorite at plus 120. Baltimore's plus 250. I loved Baltimore to win the division last year. And I bet it. And it didn't come through because they had Snoop Huntley out there at quarterback at the end of the year. Now, though, I, but it made up for it because I was able to hedge at least because all I did was take unders every single game when he was starting, <laughs> and every single one of them hit. I mean, by all, but it wasn't even a sweat. It was incredible. So I still really do like the Ravens. The problem is, I mean, Cincinnati is absolutely loaded. But what I always try to point out to people at least, I look, I'm, I'm not betting the Ravens to win the division this year. But what I always do at least point out, if you're – kind of leaning in that direction. This team was 7-2 and two, two years ago with Lamar Jackson as their starting quarterback, and he was in the MVP discussion as he could win it again, and I think got up to maybe the second shortest odds at that point, and then he got hurt. That team already had been decimated by injuries. Yeah. Remember, that was the preseason when, like, they two ACLs were torn in back-to-back plays in practice. Right. And they got... It wasn't as bad last year, but they still dealt with their injuries, of course, until Lamar was hurt at the end of the year. But we kind of know, again, like we said, like we kind of know what that was actually going on there. Like, let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be a little cautious until you guys pay me. Now, this is a team that could at least the AFC is so stacked, so stacked, but they could be right there near the top because they are that good. They are a really talented team. And d- defensively, it, it is still the Ravens. And the yep. Ravens are always going to be good on defense. It's realistic that they win 11 games. They still might not win the division because Cincinnati is so good and that offense is damn near unstoppable. But they could win 11 games getting into the postseason mm-hmm. very, very comfortably or maybe not so comfortably because of how stacked the AFC is. I'm excited about the AFC. So you said you don't like Cleveland. I don't. Is it a Deshaun Watson thing? Not not necessarily. I mean, I do have some questions about what version of Deshaun Watson is real nowadays mm-hmm. because it is so... It is kind of a stretch to think he's just going to return to form of what he was in Houston just based off of what we've seen. Now, maybe he is. Maybe he gets back to the Deshaun Watson that can throw 5,000 yards, 35 touchdowns, and like six picks. Like that is, I understand there is a possibility that happens. I'm just not willing to bet my money on that. I'm willing to bet my money on a coach that I know is successful in Mike Tomlin, a guy who's never had a losing season with a team that was playing red hot at the end of the regular season last year. I think Kenny Pickett, I think what we've seen, Nick, really is just this change in the NFL. Sophomore slumps at quarterback don't seem to be as big of a thing as they once were. And I don't know what the reason for that is. I'm sure there's some deep dive we could do about how guys, they're just more ready to come out out of college because of the way they process, because of the way they're coached in college. But sophomore slumps don't seem to be as big of a thing as they once were. So I'm expecting Kenny Pickett to take a big step forward. Mm -hmm. And the skill position guys that Pittsburgh have, they don't suck. It felt like there was a weird stretch post-Antonio Brown, post-Juju Smith. George Pickens is really good. That catch he had last year was... Incredible, it's, and there's a lot of them. But like he has, you know, there's one that looked like Odell Beckham Jr. He and he can do that on a weekly basis. When Allen Robinson, who I still think has gas in the tank, when he's your third wide receiver offensively, you're going to be in a pretty good spot. And Najee Harris is the truth. He's really, really good. A lot of this too is also the respect for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, 
I mean, that that does make a difference. You know, right? We talk about heat culture. Well, you've got you Steelers Pittsburgh culture, culture too. Yeah. And it, it matters. And you, Mike Tomlin always gets the most out of his players. You know, there's there are times where I look at the AFC and I wish the NFL would just realign because there's just too much. And then you go to the NFC and you're looking around going, my God, like I'm having trouble finding the third and fourth best team in the division because none of them make sense. Maybe it's Detroit. Maybe. But, I mean, I'm not buying it. That's the thing. Would you really, would you be that comfortable with a team that could easily take a step back and you'd be fine with it? I'm not comfortable with Jared like, Goff. Yeah. Like I, I've seen it once and we saw this when he was with Los Angeles. He would have one good year and then he'd have a great year. And you go back to being good. Well, being good might get you to the postseason mm-hmm. in the NFC, but there's being good with expectations. And I, I, I just don't know how much I trust that team as a whole. America loved them last year because they were on hard knocks. And admittedly, Dan Campbell is one of the easiest coaches to like. I mean, he is that guy is football guy through and through. When you look that up in whatever dictionary actually has that, you just see a picture of Dan Campbell's face. He's going to drink a lot of coffee, and he's going to he's going to coach the hell out of some football. I just don't know if they can do it this year. I, I don't know how much I believe that they'll be able to carry over. Although I do love, if you're into fantasy plays, Amon Ross St. Brown is the guy this year. Absolutely. Amon Ross St. Brown is going to have a great year. Also, I really love Jameer Gibbs in that offense. Do you? Adding Jameer Gibbs in that backfield, I think, is going to be really – it's going to give them an extra dynamic there. But, you know, when you talk about Dan Campbell, it's like there are certain coaches that are just great motivators. But they're not going to be overly X's and O's smart or innovative. I look at, like, Kyle Shanahan – Innovative as innovative as any offensive mind. Sean McVay. You go down the list, and there's coaches like that. I mean, it's what got Mike McDaniel the job in in Miami. Dan Campbell's an old school defensive guy. Like he's thinking of old school football. Like you right. said, he may be the coach that turns around the culture the way Ron Rivera did in Washington, <laughs> but can't take the team to then that next level. Yeah, Dan Campbell is just not going to tell you about it as much as Ron Rivera this will. Is, this Ron is, will tell you at every <laughs> single opportunity, hey, Ron, how you doing? Hey, I turned the culture around. Don't you forget it. It's, it's almost like uh, you, you you hear that a lot right now with uh, with with your show yeah, in D.C. Yeah, can, can you tell that I yeah. cut up every Ron Rivera press conference wow. that he's had? Yeah. The, the, just the, that, I was like, oh, I yeah. remember those days. I mean, I... Now I'm actually a little jealous. So if you don't know this, Denton obviously produces a show Monday through Friday on the Team 980. We're actually on that. That's our affiliate that, in D.C. That's we here. are right now. Uh, we're on there right now. So anybody listening in D.C., hello, how are you? Uh, but I remember those times where you just go, I can't hear this anymore. Right? Right. And it, or it's another, you know, it was back when it was Jay Gruden. Like, there's always those coaches that just give you the same line every single every time. Every single time. And it's so damn boring. It's like, we're in a process of rebuilding. We're going to look at the tape and go through it with a fine-tooth comb. I just, I after week four, I'm like, I'm so done with this. He's, I'm so done. He sounds like a builder making excuses because the house is taking too long to get finished. Right. That's why I like Dan Campbell, because Dan Campbell at least give you new stuff. That's true. Like, like, He's got he, a new catchphrase. It might not make sense, but he'll give you new stuff. <laughs> that's so true. But yeah, like I, that may just be where where the Lions are. And that's that's why that's a team I'm probably staying away from, but I just I hate so much of the NFC. I, I really do. The Saints are the Saints, I'll say this. The Saints are my team where I actually like them. They're, I think they're 10 and a half wins now. That's a little high. They were that at 9 high. and a half before. That I liked high. it over at 9 and a half. 10 and a half is a little much for me, but in that bad division, the Saints have an easy schedule this year. You got to think they get at least 5 wins from the division. At at least. That may end up being the team that surprises in the NFC because it's just so wide open right now. And I've always been a a lover of Derek Carr, 
You know, I, I think I may love him the person more than I love him as a quarterback because mm-hmm. I think as a leader, he is a guy that I would want on my yes. team to get yep. you through some. I mean, we saw in his one of not his final year, but his second to last year in, in Las Vegas, everything that oh, went wrong man. off the field, and he was there getting the guys through it. So there is something about that that I do find, no matter what locker room you're in, that does make an impact. But it, it really is just the weakness of that division because. Tampa Bay is not going to be good. I don't care if it's Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, you, me, if Tom Brady comes back. It doesn't really matter. That team is not built to win. You would think that Carolina is going to take at least another year before um, Bryce Young really gets into it. And mm-hmm. Andy Dalton is seemingly doing that same bit that he did in Chicago where he says, I'm actually still a starting quarterback. He keeps like, doing it. No, bro. No, you're like, not. Read the room, man. Just, you're not. On. Understand what the situation is. Atlanta is going to be tricky. Because they can run the football like nobody's business, and adding Bijan Robinson oh. into that, I mean, just bet their over totals on run yards every yes. single week, and you're going to be profitable. But I think they can win at least five games just within that division, and then you would think outside of that, you can manage another four or five wins throughout the course of the season. The NFC is a complete toss up, but there's there are ways like because that's the hard part. If we're talking about the Ravens, and I like. I keep going back to the AFC North, and you look and go, yeah, all four of those teams could be playoff teams. But yeah. you could also, obviously, like, Kenny Pickett could take a step back. Deshaun Watson could not be who he was. But you still know, like, the AFC is so – where we're going to get to the point where how stacked it is, there are going to be good teams. We may have a 10-win team that misses the playoffs. And oh, there yeah. could be a chance that that happens. What was that? It was when Tom Brady tore his ACL years ago, and the Ravens – or the, uh, the the Patriots went 10-6 and six with yeah. Matt Castle, the quarterback, and still missed the playoffs. There's a chance that we have something similar to that happen this year in the AFC because there's just so many good teams. Some of it's just going to be a numbers game at the end of the season. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. How, what was it? It was a couple years ago where uh, the, the Dolphins were a nine-win team, and they yep. just barely missed out. So you, yeah, I, They won like, what, like eight straight? They won eight and one down the stretch? Like Is that what it was with Flores? Eight and one down the stretch, yeah. and they just missed out. So a double-digit team missing is not only just plausible, I, w- I would say it, it could be close to likely. I mean, unless some of these I don't teams think just Is there a market up, for that anywhere? I would love to bet I would, that. I, please give me that market. would just think, love think to about find that. that. Like, the Jets could win 10 games. Easy. With Aaron Rodgers there and with that defense, they could win 10 games. Jacksonville is most likely going to be in that range because they're also in a bad division, right? So that's two right there. Cincinnati, if Joe Burrow, as long as he's healthy, they're winning 10 games. Uh, Kansas City is going to win 10 games. High likelihood that San Diego, Los Angeles, whatever the hell they are nowadays – they win 10 games. Baltimore is going to win 10 games. So that right there is six. And I haven't even gotten into Miami and Buffalo. They're both going to win close to 10 games, so long as Tua stays healthy if you're Miami. So that's seven or eight teams that can realistically right off the jump win eight games, not even factoring whoever is going to be the surprise this year because somebody will Always. outkick their coverage. I, I'm i trying to think of, like, God, I don't know. So, so here's the thing. You mentioned the Jags. I really like Jacksonville this year. Like, that could end up being a team that, because the regular season means more to them, like, they end up getting, like, a two seed, right? Right. Because they're just, like, and that becomes just the surprise team then. But, yeah, then you also have on the other side of things where it's a team that just didn't make the playoffs last year that sneaks in. But something's going on. I'm trying to figure out, something's going on in this Yankees game right now. I think somebody got hit with a ball. Oh, jeez. I was was trying to see what was going on and listen to you at the same time, and it's the the multitasking after four days of being (laughs) off is, like, not... Not totally there, but yeah, it's like they stopped the game, so I don't know what's going on. But the Yankees Orioles game right now has got they got like a medical team out there. But yeah, I mean the it's going to be the the AFC is going to be a conversation the entire year throughout the and it's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the in the hunt at the end of the season. You know, they always have like week fifteen. You start seeing that, and then it's a long list, and you're like, God, look, all these teams already have 
It's going to be 10 wins, 10 wins, 10 wins, right. and they'll just randomly have someone who's like 7 and of 9. Course. You're like, of course. Yeah, mathematically. 